I'm Jay O'Day, and this is my show, Is Anything Sacred Anymore?, where I talk to the people around me about the things that are most important to them. Hi, Mickey. Hi. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the podcast. Now, tell me, who are you? I am Mickey. <laughs> I am, I don't know, I am a... A graduate of college. Okay. I am a wife, and I'm going to be a mother. I am a family member. I am a friend. I am all those things. Right on, right on. Well, tell me what you do. I am a administrative professional uh, for the internships team at Utah Valley University. Okay, what does that mean? I... <laughs> I do a lot of uh, little things, a lot like things you wouldn't think about. So I do all of the like odds and ends that kind of help the team run. So I'm kind of the behind the scenes on making everything go. Right on. Yeah. Very cool. Tell me about your history with organized religion. Yeah. So I grew up. Um, I grew up in the LDS Church. I was born and raised in this religion, um, and then. When I was 18, that's when I like actively made the decision to fully participate in the religion, like for myself. Yeah. So I feel like that's pretty much my history. Born and raised, and since 18, kind of like making that active choice to continue. Okay, right on. And where do you place yourself now? Yeah, I would place myself as an active member, I guess, <laughs> of this gospel of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Okay, now tell me, what are the things that you personally want to believe? This is a good question. Um, there's a lot of things I want to believe. I want to believe that we all are going to make it to heaven, you know? Like, okay. I want to believe that everyone is loved equally and that there are no, there's nothing to. There's nothing someone can do to like not be loved by a god, by a okay. deity, and I, I, so I, yeah, I want that to be true more than anything. I just want love for everyone. Yeah, right on. What else? Um, I, I want the like the fact there is a prophet on the earth today. I want that to be true because because I do believe in a deity, and I want to have like that mouthpiece on the earth. I want to know that I can receive guidance from a God. Like for myself, obviously, personally, I believe I can do that by prayer and mm -hmm. worship. But I, I love having that like comfort as well. I mean, I, I want that to be true, that there's also someone speaking for God on earth and that I can return to that person as well for guidance and support and yeah, structure. Right on. Very cool. What are the things that you have no choice but to believe, that you have to believe in order to be okay in this world? Um, that there is a God. And I know I kind of already talked about that, but that's like, that is one thing. I just feel like there has to be a deity for so many reasons. I feel that this way. One of them in particular is just like, now that I'm pregnant and yeah. creating a human, there's yeah. so many things that I'm just like, there cannot like the science behind this is amazing and incredible but like 
there has to be a way this was instigated. And for me, that's a deity. Like okay. there has to be a greater power who has a hand in creation and life and just, I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's, it's insane just being here and feeling her move and just being like, this is a human being <laughs> yeah. inside of me. And it started from the most minuscule of like atoms and it it's now going to be a, a human. It's, yeah. it's just fascinating to me. So for me, there has to be a god. Okay. Because of that. Right on. What else? Oh gosh. Um, so the things that have to be true. There I think I absolutely feel like there has to be an afterlife and like a before life to okay. to the world. Um, a lot of it it's because of like personal experience, like having I um, I was very fortunate in being there when my grandfather passed away mm-hmm. and I was in the room when I feel like his soul left his body. And yeah. like, I just feel like since then I've had experiences where I'm like, my grandpa's here. Like there yeah. is, there is someone here, like with me supporting me. Like I, I just definitely feel like there has to be an afterlife and a before like presence for souls. And I don't know that that has to be true for me for sure. What that experience, like, what's that like? Like, what does that experience feel like? That's a good question. Um, There's a lot of things that go into it. Like, it was was sad feeling, like, there was, like, melancholy, but I don't know if sadness is the true feeling. There was, like, hope and love. When my, when he passed away, there was, like I said, it was, like, it was a very warm and happy day. And... There was, there was sadness because it was like, I'm not going to have him physically next to me for, you know, the rest of my life. But those like moments of reassurance that I've gotten since then of just like, he's there, like he loves you. He's, I don't know. It's so, it's just, it's hopeful. It's sad, like I said, but there's, it's, there's just a lot of like warmth and comfort knowing for me that. I have family who's loving me still. And those experiences of, of feeling his presence, in, what's that like? Like, what does that feel like? Um, comfort. Okay. Like, yeah, like I had a dream. This, I, you can go out onto this for forever, but I had a dream one time and it was like very present like my grandpa's here and I was just really happy and comforted and like even my mom has it was her father and she had a dream and she just was riding in a car talking to him and she woke up and she was like so peaceful and so happy and it's just I it's just happy and comfort comforting yeah right on right on thank you what are your sacred texts (sighs) positive affirmation okay (laughs) no um i i do believe in the bible and i do believe in the book of mormon and i definitely get um strength from those texts but i also feel like a lot of what i am really drawn to are like personal experiences from people and like personal testimonies so i don't know like how to like Physically, that can be in the form of people's shared experiences on the internet, or okay. it can be, you know, in like a religious magazine, or it can be, 
just their own personal testimony, like experiences they've talked to me. And I think those things really touch me because it's like, wow, like other people have experiences with God. And it doesn't even have to be predominantly like a LDS person. I love it when any person has an experience with God and they love to share or even just like the universe, you know, like so sacred texts for me are really just like people's own lived experiences that bring them strength and hope and happiness. That's like a big thing I think I'm drawn to. And and again, I do love the Book of Mormon. I do love the Bible. And I find a lot of strength from those as well. But having kind of like the modern day real world things is it's huge for me. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, What are the things that you have no choice but to love? But to love. Okay. Like family. Is that like a... Just something that you can't imagine not loving. Okay. That's a good question. Um, okay, I'll start with family. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine not loving family. And there are so many days when I'm like, I hate my sister for doing something. Okay. Home, but, but ultimately, there's this connection that we have. And it's because we were raised in the same household and we have that you know the similar background but i just like i cannot not love my family and i mean there's other people that i have experiences with that as well and i think it's just because i've had past history with them but like mission companions or best friends like i can't not love them even though some of them i don't like very much sometimes (laughs) um but like because of what we've shared and those experiences i i just love them and i love the connection we have because of that so like i've been thinking about this a lot myself recently and i'm curious to know what like what does that like experience of loving someone that you don't like feel like (laughs) oh goodness um that is a really good question there's been very few people in my life and i've talked to my husband about this he's a very nice person but there's been very few people in my life where for whatever reason everything they do rubs me the wrong way okay sure (laughs) um and it's it's a complicated emotion right because everything they do screams against what i want to be happening in my life at the current moment yeah but like underlying that it's like but they're they're human and they're someone who, again, if I have a past experience with them, it's very easy for me to be like, okay, but we've had this, you know, there's these things that we've done together that's been very strengthening. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, ultimately, I love people more than I hate them. And I want to, I want to show love more than hate. Yeah. So, ultimately, it's just like, I got to get over myself and just accept and love and be willing to embrace and it's very it's very difficult some days and there's some days that all i do is rant and then afterwards i'm like okay i didn't mean that (laughs) (laughs) absolutely but it's it's just confliction like it's those conflicting emotions within that that's what that feels like for me it's like yes and no trying to it's like two ends of a magnet magnet you know that yeah, are just that repel each other yes that's essentially what it is like they i want them to be together they don't want to be together but flip it around and they will work so. yeah so what role does obligation play in that like the that connection between you and the people that you love um 
whether because you feel just incredible warm feelings, consistently warm feelings for them (laughs) or like affection or whether, or when there's that conflict. Yeah. Obligation. Um, Sometimes that's the only thing that gets me through. I feel like obligation. Like I feel like for myself, I have personally set a rule for myself that like obligation my obligation would be to be to treat everyone like a human and to be decent and so if that's what i'm trying to expect from myself it's i mean it's difficult but it's like that is that's the that's how essentially it's how i want to be treated i want that for someone else so I guess, I don't know if that made sense, but it's like my own personal rule, I yeah. guess. Along those same lines, what do you feel commanded by your beliefs to do? Yeah. That's a good question. This is a really good question, actually, because I feel like since growing and discovering my own personal like connection with God and what I really believe, there's a lot of things that I've kind of let slide in the standards tell me more about that (laughs) you don't have to no 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 yeah um well like things things like i have double piercings okay right and that is something that back in the day they were like don't do that and i watch rated r movies and i (laughs) um i don't know like i swear like things okay sure and i i guess I guess in a sense, like, I understand that there are encouragements to treating your body in a certain way and, um, like, treating, I don't know, being pure and things like that. So, in that sense, I feel like there's those commandments of, like, you need to be pure, you need to be good, you want to, like, you need these things. And I guess I have just found my own personal way of handling that of just being like okay i can live with this and that sounds bad i guess less (laughs) than that it's like this isn't as important to me and my relationship with god is more important than the fact that i want double piercings and i believe that like personal happiness is really important and sometimes that means watching a rated r movie (laughs) and like i know that yeah like so commandments i think there's those like little things that i'm like this is more of like a person commanding me not a not god commanding me to do this thing and so because of that i'm like i will make my own decisions on how i behave then yeah yeah so what do you feel commanded by your police yes yes (laughs) sorry i'm coming back um okay commanded by my beliefs to do um, sometimes I feel commanded by my beliefs to go to church every Sunday. Okay. And that's not always an easy thing for me to do. All right. Um, I feel commanded by my beliefs to be, um, I don't know, to be a good Christian. Like, what, Tell me more about that. Yeah. Like, um, to think of others before yourself, to live a life where you are willing to sacrifice your time and efforts for the greater good of a community or a family or other people, you know? Um, 
yeah, I feel like ultimately I just feel kind of that like pressure that I need to live up to those commandments. Like you're commanded to be like your savior and to talk about your savior and that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right on. What's hard about living in your community as a believer? Yeah. Um, this is, I like this question because something I've talked to you about multiple times. Yeah. Um, I, I have like a lot of friends who are in, who are gender fluid or who are in like, I don't know, in LGBT, in, in that community. Sure. Um, and it's, it's difficult living in this community because that is something that is almost frowned upon yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, and so it's really difficult for me because I, <laughs> I don't think you asked this question, but it's really difficult. No, not at all. <laughs> Please go. Please continue. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like, it's difficult for me to, um, to like sometimes move forward with knowing that there are a large population of people in this community who wouldn't support the friends that I want to support and love. Um, and I've, I've, I guess I've just gone down to the fact that like, I just think people are way more interesting and important to me than what box they fit into um and so that that that's just like a different i feel like that's conflicting and it can be hard in this community for okay. me okay absolutely yeah so well, let me make sure that i'm understanding what you're saying you're saying that you have a, a a belief that's important to you yes about these people that you care about yes right people who are part of the lgbtqia community yeah um, and their inherent dignity and, and worth. And that's sometimes in conflict with the beliefs of your religious community. Yes, that was a perfect way to put it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> oh, tell me more about that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like I was saying, I just, I have a lot of friends who I love and I, I have like, I have this one friend who we, yeah, anyway, he came out to me and he was very nervous and scared and he felt like he was letting down a ton of people because he grew up in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and he just felt very, um, he was afraid, essentially. <laughs> and all I could say to him was, I love you, God loves you. Like, I hope your family doesn't freak out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, like, I can't speak for them, but I know ultimately your parents love you. Like, I can't speak for anyone in this religion. I can't speak for for that, but I do know that you are loved by me, and I do know that you are loved by God. And I, like, it's just hard, because, like, even having conversations with my parents, they're very narrow-minded, and it's very whatever, but... Um, yeah, there's just a lot of people in this community who wouldn't do that and who would say, that's too bad. That's what they would say. Ouch. Yeah. And so it's, I hate, like, that is something I think I will constantly battle. Just 
why would why why does anyone deserve that one and two i know that they i don't know i know that they are loved i have that like i know that they are loved and i know that god loves them because of the choices they're making and because of who they are not regardless and not without there's no limits to that love so that is very conflicting for me because there are people who wouldn't say that and then there are people who do say that and so I just have this mix, I guess. Absolutely. Have to navigate that. <laughs> what do you need from your neighbors as a believer in order to be okay in this community? Yeah. Um I just want to I just want respect. I would like respect and conversation, and that's what I would like to offer other people as well. You know, like I'm okay if we have different beliefs. I'm okay if we walk away being like that person was kind of crazy <laughs> but, okay. but i want to understand where you're coming from before yeah. anything else and i want to be able to talk about it and i want to be able to um it does we don't even have to excuse me we don't even have to come to a common ground i just want to understand yeah so that's what i need from my neighbors too it's just that understanding like yeah let's just discuss let's just talk let's just be open in what we believe yeah. and what we want and from there we can figure it out so what i'm hearing is is more than just tolerance but like active engagement yeah where you want your neighbors to talk to you about your differences yeah i i would love that i yeah i would love that well i love that so <laughs> thank you for sharing that all right my last question how do we live together how? We're all believing different things. We all are orient around religion or our worldviews, our individual beliefs differently. How do we live together? That's a great question. <laughs> um, I hope, like what I said, I hope through conversation. I hope by I hope it's through facing each other and realizing, I okay. Can I tell a side backstory you really absolutely quick? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I um I applied to be a school counselor um to go into that for a master's degree. Sorry. So I was I was interviewing at this college and they asked me this question and it was essentially the same question like okay. what what do we do? Um but something that I really like have embraced and learned recently um just through I'm like an inclusion board and I, I took a, this class called Difference Matters and like something we talked about. Sorry. So the, I mean, I promise that's relevant, but something no, we talked I, about go ahead. was that um, like facing our like differences or facing our frustrations or the, those things we're afraid of that when, once we're faced with it and we're like, I want to pull back, like I'm afraid for, of this situation, or even the opposite, like I want to fight this situation. Facing that, meeting it, and instead of being like, why am I having these adverse reactions to it, saying, I want to understand this. Like, I understand that I have weird emotions about this, and I don't know why, but I want to understand why. I love that. And so, and yeah, I... That's kind of what I hope for in this world. Like, what I hope that that's what we're doing is that we have a generation of people who are constantly facing their, like, 
frustrations or their fears and saying, why am I afraid of this culture? Why am I afraid of this religion? Why am I, you know, like, why do I have these adverse feelings towards this certain thing? And saying, okay, let's work on it. Instead of just fighting it or running away from it, Mm. allowing yourself to sit in the discomfort of not understanding and growing. And that's like, that's, that's what I want. That's what I dream. That's what I hope that our, this like rising people younger than me are better than me and they'll do it this well. And that's, yeah, that's the biggest hope. So thank you for sharing that. I love that. (laughs) And thank you for coming on my podcast. Yes. And I, you know, I love you. (laughs) I'm so glad you agreed to do this. Um, and that's all I have for you. Perfect. Thank you for inviting me. Is Anything Sacred Anymore is hosted and produced by Jay O'Day. Music by The Bargain Basement Butterflies. To hear more, go to thebargainbasementbutterflies.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening.